Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Live from the Twin Peaks studios, Sports Radio 610 presents Payne and Pendergast. Right, Payne and Pendergast. So Drew Doherty, our good friend, he, um, he of course, Texans TV host, uh, he does his compilation of the various mock drafts that are out there. Right now, there's only 12 that constitute the... Uh, constituency here there are going to be more as the process goes on it just, the calendar just flipped to february usually by by april he's got like 40 different mock drafts where he takes the texans selections in this case they're picking second overall and 12th overall and he compiles who all the experts are saying they're going to take with each of those picks so i want to go through these and then ask the question because we're getting this question quite, quite a bit on the trailer wheel and frame text page which is um, does the hiring of D'Amico Ryan's impact what they do significantly? Does it impact what they do at number two and number 12? More specifically, people are like, all right, are they more likely now maybe to go Will Anderson to get him his Nick Bosa at two and then look at a, a quarterback at 12 or maybe even look at a quarterback next year and bridge it with Garoppolo or something like that? Um, I think it would be a letdown if they don't take a quarterback at two. But mm-hmm. nevertheless, here is what there are 12 – there are 12 mock drafts that Drew has compiled here. I won't list them all, but there's some there's some big, heavy mock draft hitters on this list, the Daniel Jeremiah's and the Albert Breer's and Bucky Brooks's of the world. Um, so let's do the uh, thank you, Ben. With the second pick in the Drew Doherty mock draft compilation 1.0, the Houston Texans select, no big surprise, Bryce Young, quarterback, Alabama. Is that not a big surprise? Bright, with the second overall pick? Yeah. Um, well, I think if Bryce Young were there, that's who they would take. Right, but isn't it a big surprise that he's there? That he's there. Yeah, y- yeah, yeah, maybe. Yeah. I mean, uh, to these mock drafters, the 12 that Drew's compiling, obviously. Right, that's what I'm saying, though. Like, I feel like that's a big surprise. Yeah. I mean, like, I haven't been paying attention to where the movement and all the fictitious movement uh, that right now, whether C.J. Stroud or Bryce Young is the number one overall consensus pick. <laughs> um, for a long time, Bryce Young was the consensus number one overall pick. He was. Here's the thing about the yeah. mechanics of mock drafting, especially this time yeah. where it's still early in the process a lot of the mock drafts just leave the teams where they no are trades they don't have trades yeah so they're trying to so the, the bears are not going to take bryce yeah. young this is the way the sausage is made everybody the people that do these mock drafts uh know that every time they change something in one of their mock yeah. drafts they get a whole bunch of movement so they so sometimes it's valid and sometimes it's like okay well later on we'll do this we'll do a vanilla now and then we'll spice it up a little bit we'll add a swirl to it i don't I I would not be surprised if it was Bryce Young that yeah. if nobody could trade up to number one overall and maybe the Bears just say yeah we're just going to stand pat and get um uh we, we just want an awesome defensive lineman and so be it yeah so uh I, but right now I am I am and will remain perpetually nervous about Bryce Young's size even if he spends five years completely healthy uh because. <laughs> There's something visually about how how slender he is getting crushed by freakish dudes. Right. He's one hit away from getting crushed like squashed like a watermelon. And I, yes, everybody, I understand all the arguments for why I shouldn't make all that different, that much of a difference or anything. I'm just telling you, I know me. It's going to be, it's going to be, there's a visceral response to it. So nine times I hit a guy in high school, I remember, 
who was 6'2", 175. Okay. Which is super, super skinny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. you know, relative to high school, that's not nearly as skinny as Bryce Young is skinny by NFL what standards. It felt gross. I felt like I was going to put my shoulder through his spine. Um I'm like gross in you like were, a fun way. Like you, I got, you know, I got. We are, we're all gross psycho. in a way where you would totally do it again. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no. It actually felt like even as a psychotic high school football player, it's kind of like this. Isn't, that felt yeah, that, wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. So that's not part of it. Well. Every time I see Bryce Young, I'm kind of like, uh, that's interesting. Yeah. So you've got something in your past that makes you a little more nervous about Bryce Young's size. Would I actually be able to like reach in and grab his spine by punching my hand through his chest? I can yes. see that. Yeah. Um, for what it's worth, all twelve of these experts have the Texans taking a quarterback. Yeah. Uh, nine Bryce Youngs, two C.J. Strouds, and a Will Levis in a pear tree. Dane Brugler. So. Dane Brugler is not one of these guys that's just doing it for clicks or anything. No, he's very good. So Dane, Dane Brugler has the Texans taking Will Levis. He does, Will Levis. Will Levis is going to be a guy that... I think that this year's draft class, because of Bryce Young's size especially... It's going to be a classic one of these years where there's no absolute consensus. And depending on who ends up with the number one overall pick, it could easily be Bryce Young. It could easily be C.J. Stroud. And I'm not going to say easily, but it could conceivably be Will Levis. Yes. there. Are, I, I would guarantee there's at least several teams out there that just, without even being crazy about any of you guys, flat out think that Will Levis is the best guy. Yeah. yeah. He's the, if you're a traits guy, you know, just physical, pure stature traits, he's the traits guy of those guys. He's, you know, size and... Basically the equivalent of uh, basically equivalent of dating a TNA but no brains. He would be, yeah, <laughs> yeah a little bit, a little. You're bit. Like okay, she well, annoys me five minutes into conversation with her, but man, she's got boobs in a butt. You, you yeah. know what he is? He is this year's. He is this year's. Um, he's this year's prospect that teams will talk themselves into making the next Josh Allen out of, mm-hmm. which is he wasn't very accurate. He turned the ball over a lot, but boy, he sure is big and strong and can throw the ball really far. And the fact of the matter is it's really, really hard to turn a guy like that into Josh Allen. Yeah. Um, so, so there you go. So that's the second overall pick. Yep. Twelfth overall pick. The Drew Doherty compilation mock draft, mock draft roundup 1.0 is what he calls it. The Texans select. Oh, I love this. Quentin Johnston, wide receiver, TCU. Uh, four of the 12 experts have them taking the uh, the wide receiver out of TCU, Quentin Johnston. I'm a big advocate of this, especially if you draft a quarterback with a second pick. Let's get him some weapons. Um, the other players named here, Jordan Addison, the other yeah. second wide receiver, yeah. the guy from USC is named twice. Right. And then the other, there, there are five other players, okay. five other players named here. Um, Lucas Van Ness, who we talked about last week, the defensive end out of Iowa. Joey Porter Jr., cornerback Penn State. Brian Bressey, D-line Clemson. Peter Skaronsky, offensive lineman out of Northwestern. And then Isaiah Foskey, defensive okay. end out of Notre Dame. So Quentin Johnson and Jordan Addison, the, the two guys, the two receivers that are most mentioned by these. If, if the Texans hire a coach from Kubshanistan, it will not be Jordan Addison. It will be Quentin Johnston. It'll be a big dude, a big dude that can block downfield or more importantly, well, just as importantly, because everybody always thinks it's lip service when they talk about wide receivers blocking. No, no, no. In Kubshanistan, they take it very, very seriously. That's how you get big runs. That's how you get explosive plays is by having guys like Kevin Walter or Debo Samuel or um, uh, uh, what's it? Ayuk, Brandon Ayuk, guys that are willing to be physical downfield. But then also, watch the 49ers. My God. 
As much as we complain and everybody else in the NFL complains about how their offensive coordinators call too many throws short of the sticks on third down, yeah. go ahead and go back and just watch third downs with the 49ers. They throw short of the sticks all the time. It's a damn religion to them. But then you know what happens? Ayuk or yeah. Debo Samuel they run way past the or stick. Kyle Huschek <laughs> or Christian McCaffrey or yeah. George Kittle drag guys over the line, oh, over so the much, imaginary yellow line. So much talent. Yeah, yeah. And, and part of that is Shanahan scheming them to where there's only one guy trying to make the tackle. You know, like they, they, there's more than just those guys being physical. But there's a physicality and an ability to have guys play multiple positions that they would, they would very much. They would very much choose the bigger guy in that yeah. situation. Do you think that hiring D'Amico Ryans impacts what they do with this 12th overall pick uh, in terms of leaning defense or offense on I, this? I don't think so. Yeah. I think much like when Gary Kubiak came in and people assumed that, oh, well, he's an offensive you know, offensive coordinator. He's going he's gonna to want either... Uh, if it's not going to be Vince Young, then certainly it'll be Reggie Bush, and it ended up being Mario Williams. And then the second pick was one D'Amico Ryan's. I think likewise, D'Amico is going to do what's best for the team. You know, sometimes I and I wonder with Kubiak if there's almost like a little bit of a psychological, unconscious desire to take the opposite side of the ball just to prove that you're like, no, I'm it's a head coach now. Doing yeah. this. I mean, or no, no, no. Like, 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 yeah, that I'm a head coach. Yeah. That I'm oh, not yeah. just trying to do. Oh, I see what you're saying. Take the opposite yeah, side of the ball. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just the message it sends. Well, I can see that. It went straight nefarious. This uh, huh? whole, that it was all selfishly motivated. I did, I did. Yeah, yeah, like I, I like to, you know what? I'm going to prove it's me doing this. And it's <laughs> and not if you get rid of talent. me, yeah. yeah, then some bad things are going to happen. Yeah, you're probably right. I probably need to examine the way I'm wired a little you did, bit. You did that earlier, too. Did I? I? You jumped to a conclusion, which was like the most diabolical conclusion. Yeah. You're yeah. watching too much pro wrestling again, Sean. I probably am. You got too much Vince McMahon in the your brain. The storylines have been really good lately. I have oh, been really? watching way more of it. Yeah. Yeah. They've been really... I won't bore the audience with it, but the storylines have been awesome lately. Speaking yeah. of pro wrestling headlines, yeah. by the way, yeah, yeah. The uh, for the people that weren't listening earlier, I have hereby officially pledged that if it doesn't work out for D'Amico... Right. Ryan's, I will quit this job. Yes. And He's not even cracking a smile when he's saying this, people. I, he's dead serious. I was so much in favor, and I stumped so hard for D'Amico Ryan's, and I know I convinced many of you, many of you who were skeptical of hiring a defensive coach. So uh, my fate will be intertwined with D'Amico Ryan's fate at this point. Yeah. And uh, I know that's a lot of extra pressure to put on D'Amico. Probably, probably lose sleep right, over it. And right, yeah, It'll probably be, drive him. probably be a question at the press conference today. Do you feel any added pressure that Seth Payne's radio career is tied to your coaching career? I hope he doesn't buckle under it. I hope that's not like the, 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 the thing that's just one thing too many. <laughs> Let's draw Look, the I didn't the sign on for back. this. And he, <laughs> right. and he uh, announces his resignation with a handwritten I, I, napkin. I mean, yeah. I, I realize I'm signing up to re-engage an entire battered city Mm-hmm. to get back into NFL football and to try to reunite a locker room yeah. and fill the seats in the stadium. But Seth Payne's yeah. radio career? Yeah, he's like, this is That's more, a this little is, much. Feels like I'm taking out a loan against my 401k. I like, I just, uh, it's a, I didn't, not this level of risk. No, That's right. No. That's right. Um, someone asks, uh, Trailer Wheel and Frame text page. Uh, thanks. Thank you, Ben. One five three four. Okay, are they being sarcastic when they ask this, Seth? Is the press conference today? If so, what time? Thanks. Have we been uh, have we been over publicizing the time of the press conference? Uh, no, somebody's just asking. Okay, yeah, they were hundred okay. percent asking. Okay, gotcha. I didn't. I barely know. I've seen like one or two tweets. I haven't. Three fifty nine p.m. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's at three fifty nine, which um, is because 
D'Amico's number, uh, jersey number was 59. Right. And other people have surmised that perhaps the, the three. three is either a tribute to the number of Texans wins last year or also possibly maybe just because this is Nick Casario's third coaching Right, hire. it could be Whatever. any number of things. Yeah. Text in. What is the number three? We know what the 59 is in 359. What does the three represent? It was, a good, uh, it was a good idea by somebody on the staff over there. I hope they get a feather in their cap. Yes. I, can, I know. Yeah. If it was somebody now, this is this is one thing that I can say with relative certainty. If somebody had whispered that to Jack Easterby, um, that idea would have become Jack Easterby's idea. Oh, for sure. Yeah, that was uh, that was just kind of the the way. For sure, the way it sounded like it was over yeah. there. Oh yeah, like when we had water out of training camp. Oh yeah, he took credit for that. Yeah, like, that was his idea. He specifically yeah, said, guys, it's my you, idea. You guys like that water you're getting? Like, yes, thank you. <laughs> it's my idea to do the thing that one of you actually told one of my staffers uh, a couple days about Could and then used. relayed the message on to me. Like, I'm so stupid that I can't. That was a problem with Easterby that annoys me. This is a part that still annoys me a little bit. It's not even about Easterby itself. It's like he was objectively stupid. And yet, seriously, like really stupid. Like I mean, when it came when it came to some very basic things, I'm mean, like overall, I mean, he got good grades and all that. Like he's not, but there were some things where like he was like really like genuinely almost mind-numbingly stupid. Yeah, and people thought the opposite. Yeah, like he was so stupid that people thought he was revolutionary more so than intelligent. Because yeah. some of the things that he would do when he would lie. I guess it was, you know what, it was one of those things. He would lie, and it was so reportedly, like the way the stories people would tell me, it was so stupid that I think people probably thought, like, well, he couldn't be that stupid, right? So, okay, there must be a, there must be a reason for this somehow. It turns out. Yeah, like when he tried to say that, well, when the Texans press release, which was told to me that was, that came from Jack Easterby, uh, when he tried to say that, a second round pick was actually just as good as a first round pick. Right, right. Because I, like, it was just, it was it's less expensive, but you get just as good a player. Stupid. Yeah. It was, I told you the one time somebody tried to make an argument to me that um, Suburbans actually get better gas mileage than Tahoes, the short Tahoes, yeah. because it has more weight to keep it going down the highway. <laughs> and it was one of these things that was so stupid. Then in my mind, I'm like, God, he sounded so confident. You talk yourself into it. I'm like, wait a second. I was was thinking back to my high school physics and everything. I was like, is there something about the gear ratio or something? I don't know. Yeah. I guess maybe. Gravity and force. I feel like Easterby was constantly going around the the building saying like, fellas, it's just like when, you know how a heavier vehicle like a Mack truck gets better gas mileage than a Subaru because it's got more weight to keep it moving down the highway. And people are like, yeah, I guess. Yeah, Yeah, sure. Sounds good. All right. Sounds good. Um, Arian Foster, speaking of something that sounds a little strange, he went, uh, he trended on Twitter yesterday. There were people actually believing this. Arian Foster on the scripted nature of the NFL. That is next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. 
Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.